baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Congressman Pete Stauber is getting absolutely sautéed, flambéed, lit up, destroyed by the governor of Minnesota, former Senator Al Franken. Pretty much every Democrat in the state is taking on Pete Stauber over the last couple hours because he did something that every politician in the world does, which is he voted against the budget, and he's taking credit for a billion dollars in federal funding that will help replace the Blatnick Bridge between Duluth and Superior. Will politicians ever stop taking credit for something they voted against? The answer is no. No, they won't. And while I understand why everyone's roasting Pete Stauber, I mean, the tweet, I'm proud to announce that Duluth and Superior have received over a billion dollars. This is a huge win. And I was proud to advocate for those funds. Is it fair to take credit and say you advocated for the funds? When you voted against the budget that provided those funds on the surface, the answer is no, this is incredible hypocrisy. However. Quick Google search found. A news release from December of 2023, not that long ago. On a website of one Tina Smith the DFL senator for Minnesota. Headline, Klobuchar, Baldwin, Smith, Stauber, urged Transportation Secretary Buttigieg to support federal funding to rebuild the Blatnick Bridge. So, what's the problem? Do you think Stauber is correct to say, I advocated for this. 651-461-9226. The governor called him. I mean, everyone's calling him out. Governor Walls said this. Oh, boy, I hate to talk politics when there's good news to celebrate, but this is too brazen to ignore. Mr. Stauber voted against every screw, steel beam, and concrete pier in this bridge. Luckily, the president worked with Stauber's colleagues and got it done without him. Can't you vote against the budget and still advocate for the funds and certain elements to go to your district? I think Stauber, as much as I wanted to join in the party because it's fun and it's obvious... And it looks like the typical hypocrisy we expect from politicians. 
I think the Democrats are wrong here. I think Stauber is correct to take credit. I think it's fair to say, like, hey, how far was your advocacy if you voted against the budget? That's a fair point to raise. But to act like Pete Stauber is a straight-up fraud, well, take it up with the news release on Tina Smith's website that's taking credit for sending a bipartisan letter is what this news release says. So we're bipartisan on December 15th. Pete's on the same side as us. And today, it's Pete Stauber's a fraud? Give me a break. What percentage of the federal budget do you suppose this bridge money actually is? $1 billion? I mean, minuscule. Minuscule. Minuscule amount. It's real money. Like, let's not act like it's nothing. But it's it's minuscule. But I mean, in relative to the totality of the federal budget, this is a very small amount. It is possible to both advocate for certain spending measures and say this budget as a whole doesn't represent uh, the best interests of my district. Yes. That the people in my district sent me to Washington to reduce overall spending. This budget doesn't do that. I'm not going to vote for this budget. But once the budget's passed and I know that there's this money in it, I'm going to fight for my district to get the money that they, you know, that they need. Those are perfectly rational things. On the surface, does it look hypocritical? Sure, it does. And are the Democrats making the quote-unquote correct political play in sure. roasting him for it? Sure, why of not? Of course. And if, the, and if the situation was flipped, Republicans would do the same darn thing. This is the nonsense of politics. This is where politicians are playing on people and counting on them to not be smart enough to figure out that, you know what, this is a nuanced thing. When you're talking about the federal budget, you're talking about specific elements of it. The reality is, and this texture is partially correct, Every Republican that voted against the money is now taking credit for it. They're all scumbags. Pete Stauber is a drip. Well, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. I don't know. The guy never comes on our show, so I have no idea. We invite. To me, Stauber can correctly take credit for advocating for the funds. Yes. You don't have to vote for the budget. To have the credibility to take credit for. Say that you advocated for this particular portion. Of yes. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Now, is there hypocrisy? Of course. Like, do people vote against it and then take credit for stuff that comes back to their district? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know that that's really hypocrisy. I really don't. To say that you had to vote for this overall budget, even though you think it's too bloated, it's too big, it's too it, it doesn't represent the best interests of the nation, while you advocate for one particular portion of it, to say that that's somehow hypocritical, that I have to vote for this whole thing because I advocated for this one bill for the bridge, that I'm a hypocrite. If- well, but it takes no courage to vote no and then just take credit for the local things that you like. So if everyone just voted no then there would be no money to accept, you know. True, but I think in a way, couldn't you also argue that it does take courage to say, 
I really want this one thing for my district. I really do. But I'm not willing mm. to vote yes for this bloated budget that is, isn't representative of what my constituents maybe, want maybe. just so that we can get that one billing. I actually think it takes more courage to vote for a budget that has things in it that you don't like, that you think they're – I suppose maybe it's the same. I don't know. Well, it's a It's always argument. compromise, right? You're not, it's no supposed one loved, to be. No one loves a total budget. Like sometimes you got to right. vote for – you plug your nose. It's supposed to be compromised. And it used to be that this was all done in back rooms and you know they yeah. talk about the smoke-filled rooms in the back halls of Congress where the leadership would get together and go, okay. This is stuff I got to have. This is the stuff you got to have. Let's horse trade a little bit. We'll get a budget done. We'll vote on it. We'll pass it. We'll be. We'll move on. Yeah. That's the way it used to be. But now everything gets played out on cable news, and everybody's making their arguments on cable news now. And if you deviate even a little bit from that stated party line, now you're a flip flopper. Now you're a hypocrite. Now you're a horrible congressman, and you're going to get pi- primary. This was Pete Stauber's press release after he voted no. No one wants an infrastructure bill more than me. I've long stated it's important we return to bipartisan blah, 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 that invests in traditional infrastructure projects, creates jobs. Regrettably, Nancy Pelosi and other Democrat leaders made it clear the $1.2 trillion Senate infrastructure bill is inextricably linked to their bloated multi-trillion dollar tax and spend package. So he, I mean, this is like, this is, you know, what you would expect. He says, make no mistake, a vote for this infrastructure package is a vote for the reckless multi-trillion dollar tax and spend spree. That's why I voted no. So that that was his theory. Is it fair to say, hey, like you're a, a fraud for taking credit for something you didn't vote for? I don't I don't think it is fair. I think he From what I can tell, now if someone knows differently, let me know, but from what I can tell, he was bipartisan and let, he was bipartisan with the Democrats in the letter in December, and now he's a fraud for advocating for this stuff. Let's talk to Nikki in the center. She's on the CCO Talk and Text Line. Thanks for calling and for listening. Nikki, what do you think? I think you're splitting hairs. Because he can say whatever he wants to say, and he can advocate for it. But when it comes down to it, your actions are what counts, not what you say. Well, I get that. But but when you're talking about a giant trillion-dollar infrastructure bill, are you saying yeah. that you cannot claim credit for advocating for some of that unless you vote yes for the total package? Yes, because your actions are what counts. Yeah. Not what you say. You but can't can you? What you it, so so you say gotta, you got to have actions that account that say that you really want this to happen, and and so, not to negate the fact yeah. that a lot of that other money was earmarked for other projects. Yeah. Well, I you know I disagree with Stauber on the bill. I would have voted yes for it, but I I and I think it's fair to call him out and say you didn't vote for this bill. So how? How much were you really advocating for it? You were willing to put exactly. your I, I think that's fair. But I also think as as recent as December fifteenth, Tina Smith is sending out a news release talking about how bipartisan she is because she's working with Pete Stauber to try to get this money earmarked for this project. So so which one is right? Well, I don't really 
that argument doesn't really, uh, you know, again, she can say whatever she wants. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You're saying the ultimate. So to you, to you, the vote is what matters, not the advocacy. Fair enough. Nikki, thank you. I get that. I get it. I get where she's coming from. The texters are all saying, no, you can't take credit. I disagree. You can't. You can take credit. And if he did, in fact, advocate for it, which, again, like, I don't I don't know. I I know that in December he was part of the team with a bunch of Democrats who were appealing for the money. And so now he's a fraud and wasn't appealing for the money. So who's right? 450. We'll take a break. Come right back. Oh, my goodness. You guys are nuts on the text line. This is funny. That liberal Derusha hates conservatives. That right-wing blowhard Derusha hates liberals. Again, that's welcome to my Twitter email and the CCO talking text line here on eight three zero. I like this text. Stauber advocated for the item, but he voted against it, so he can't take credit for actually bringing the funds to Minnesota. I do think it would be more impressive. I mean, Stauber would win my Most Honest Politician Ever award if he said, hey, I didn't support this budget. But once it was passed, I worked hard to make sure we got the bridge done. That would be a a better way for him to say it. But I also think it's over the top to act like he wasn't advocating for it. When on December 15th, you were sending out a press release saying how much he was advocating for it. That's what I think. What do I know? Laura Oaks will join us in a minute. You're probably in over your head. That's one of our texters said that. I mean, that may be true also. I'm way in over my head. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.